Hey, 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 what's going on? You know what this is, man. It's the Rude Spread. It's Chef Wemo. You're here for another edition of Cuts. Definitely, let's go into the episode right now. Yeah. Ah, come on. Man. Hey, my creators, what's going on? You already know when the hog go. It's another edition of the Cuts Podcast. You know what the Cuts stand for. Culture, urban, technology, and sports. Right now, we are at episode 120 of season six. Yo, 120. 119, I had mixed by Gabriel, and we had, we had a touching, 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 dope conversation in regards to about the whole producing and engineering field in the culture of hip-hop and just in music in general. But, nonetheless, this episode is going to be a dope one. Again, my creatives, I got my homie yet, and co-worker, and dopeness, dopeness, educational figure in the building, and of all other things, and is a Harlem... Nerd. Harlem. We're going to talk about that. We got <laughs> Principal Pete. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Pilar Dub in the building. Yes. So. yes. What's How good, though? What's going good, on? I'm good. I'm good. What's How up you with doing? you? Hey, I mean, you know, as I stated, you know, we, we work together. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I'm proud and I'm honored to have you here in the building because it's, it's a long time coming ever since you you and the, our lovely school, shout out to our lovely school, RSA, you found out what I do. He was like, yo, what's up? That's all right. Your schedule was impact heavy. <laughs> My schedule's heavy. We finally, finally here. But nonetheless, man, what's good? What's going on? Listen, real talk. Let's get right to it. Well, much uh, obliged. Glad to be here. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get right to it. Now, you and I, we always in our working. We have the dopeness conversations. You know, mm-hmm. one of the conversations we're definitely going to get into. And I'm going to ask you, what's your feeling and take on black creative space and as well as the business space? In its current time, like what's your what's your what's your what's your feeling and take on it? Um. Well, this is your opportunity to shine. If you have something that benefits right your community, I need you to step forward. Mm. Um, there's a lot of people that want to do a lot of the same things, you know, hair products and weaves and things like that. But what about uplifting your community? What are you doing to uplift your community? The only way we're going to get better together is if we're uplifting our community. You know what I mean? One by one. So, like, for instance, I do the food drive. Right. Right? I do the food drive once a month. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that one obstacle that our kids don't have when they have to come to school is hunger. Right. Y'all need to be fed. Your families need to be fed. Come get this food. You know, so I want to make that a mission of mine to make sure that hunger is not an obstacle that these kids have to jump through in order to do what they have to do and for the families as well. Right. You know, so do something for your community. If that's what you're ready to do, then the platform is yours. It's just open for everybody. I just need you to be conscientious of what you're doing so it could benefit you and your community. All right, that's what's up. But I I want to touch on more, and I'm glad you you opened up with that because I'm starting to feel that a lot of us or our people within of those spaces is either A, skipping steps, mm-hmm. or B, for that matter, you're missing the point of it, per se, right? So let's say for business standpoint, right? You present yourself with a face value of this is what your product can do. Right. But then the quality of it doesn't equate of what you put as the face value. I feel like you want to give me an example. No, no, no. I know. I don't know. I wouldn't even want to give an example. I mean, because what I, I, if you even want to get, if you want to go to with an example, so let's say 
for instance, like something that's, that recently happened, um, and a shout out to my lady, she had shown me a video on it, and I was uh, researching and looking into it, like the whole thing with Gilly, with Gilly, right? Now, Gilly, he put a video up, you know, shout out to Gilly, you know, Gilly the Kid and everything, he put a video up where... He had he had put faith in a business, right? Black owned business, put faith in the black owned business and mm-hmm. everything, and put a, a, X amount of money up. I'm not going to say the dollar because that's none of my business. What right. you put up or whatever, put X amount of dollars up, and for 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 better use of it, you know what I'm saying? Nothing came out. The quality of it didn't come out, and he started. He went off. Now, mm-hmm. on a public standpoint, you're going to look at him and go, "Oh, shouldn't do that to your own, you know? Shouldn't do that to your own? Still support it regardless." But on the other hand, it's like. Can you really blame him for what he feels, in a sense? Because, listen, I'm not saying that, okay, let's not put the narrative, oh, he wouldn't do that to a to a white-owned store, or we wouldn't do that to a Macy's or franchise, but in the same token, we got to understand business, you have to equate the quality of your business with what you're presenting. You, it, it, That's just inevitable. You know what I'm saying? You have to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why I'm bringing it up. But, what's you, but let's, let's literally expunge <laughs> on that. No, seriously. So I don't know that situation per se. Right. But if you're going to invest in someone, you have to know more than the face value of the business. Right. You really have to make sure that they know about their business as well. Right. Because a lot of times things look good and you saw that person hustle and you know that they really out here doing their thing and Mm -hmm. they have a lot of followers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they know business. You know what I mean? What, What happened at the table? If you're an investor, why aren't you at the table? Why aren't you asking questions? You know what I mean? Just like how um, people are buying NFTs and crypto and stuff like that. They don't just go ahead and buy them. You know, they actually study and, you know, see what's good. How do I invest my money properly? So, again, I don't know the situation, so I no. don't want to speak no, no, on no, that no, situation. No, 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 right, 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 right. I'm just, but I'm just putting it as an general, example for in conversation. In general, if you are investing in something, you want to find, you want to research. Right. You know, just like when you put your kids in a school. Mm. You don't want to just put them in any old school. That's research. why they have the report cards, right? You look at the report cards. What was the grade? What was the environmental survey? Right. You know, um, what were the scores like? You look at all of that information before you put your child and invest in those teachers. Mm. So you have to do that's the same thing with black businesses, any business. Right. That's what's up. My career is, as you just heard, what Pilar was talking about, you know, definitely. It's all about the research at the end of the day, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, yes, I understand these last two years, a lot of people have put, you know, businesses out there because the opportunity was there. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just keep it a buck. You know, the opportunity was there. You know, you had the the resources per se to make a business or at least have a LLC in that standpoint. Right. Now, okay, how are you going to maintain it or maintain the quality going forward? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, right. I'm definitely glad you touched on that. Who is Pilar, son? Let's really let's say go there, son. Who's Pilar, son? Um, Real talk. <laughs> Pilar is... Pilar. Sorry about that. Pilar. Pilar. Yes. We got to get that... P-I-L-A-R. Yeah, right. We got to get that correct, my career. Um, Pilar is a girl from Harlem. Okay. Uh, correct yourself, young lady. Thank a you. Woman. Thank you. Thank from you. From Harlem. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I mean, I started off as a girl, though. Yes. That's um, And I'm an educator. So I have two boys, two young men, um, 17 and 22. Shout out to... Terrence and Khalil, and I am for my children, everybody in the community. I want to love on them. I want to cultivate them. 
I want them to be the best that they can be. You know, there's everything that I do is for the betterment of my community. And I've been an educator since 2001. <clears throat> so I've been with these young people for quite some time now, quite mm -hmm. some time now, just right. learning them. I am definitely a different person now than I am when I started in education. Okay. Um, one thing I tell a lot of teachers is study adolescent psychology or behavioral psychology mm -hmm. because in order to develop these young people, you really have to know what they're going through psychologically, socially. You know, you have to study them just like the business. Right. Um, I'm a lover. I love hard. You know, even when you do bad, I love all over you because and that's, a fact. That's, how, <laughs> that's how you heal. You know, you have to have that consistent love. Discipline is love, too, you right. know, to an extent. Right. Um, but just continuous love. Right. You know, talking to, talking to people. You know, when you talk to people and you can share that energy, it makes you grow. It makes them grow. You know, I'm just a people person. I love people. Right. And that's what's up. And I, and I really got to back that up because, you know, that's the one thing I can say. Because when, when I got to our school, mm -hmm. right, and the background that I was coming from, you know what I'm saying? It was, I was at a point where I was like questioning it. Like, all right, are we really for these kids? Or are we just trying to set them up for failure? Mm. You know, because me as an educator, you know, you know, my 11 years of doing it, and my creators reaching out to you, you know, always tell you about my background. You know, the one thing about me is it's always been about the kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's never been about, okay, the system, or it's never been about, okay, we have to have them be a certain way so they could go forward. It's always thinking longevity and, okay, it's for these kids. Mm -hmm. So in retrospect, what I'm about to ask you, as a black educator, how, how, do, you, how do you feel about what your purpose has become or it has been building, and as well as what are the best ways you do to maintain your purpose in that? Ooh. You want to get all philosophical on a non-school day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I could ask you in the cafeteria. <laughs> um, so you have to keep learning your environment. Um, learn, learn your children. I work in the community. I am the secretary of the 25th Priest and Community Council. Um, I am... A member of Harlem Nerds. Right. Um, Definitely want to talk about it. Definitely <laughs> want to touch on. I do a lot of stuff in East Harlem just to make sure that I am understanding the environment my students are in. Right. But to keep my sanity because middle school students will try every nerve Ooh, in your body. And what? They are good guitarists. They strum. And... <laughs> Woo! Um, but I love them. I love them. Right. Um, I work out. I work out three days a week. Um, sessions. Spend on a city with Big KD in the Bronx. Um, I work. I have spin class. I train with him with the whole group of ladies and gentlemen. And that's my therapy. Mm. I am in their hard body sweating profusely right. and any kid that I wanted to curse out or any teacher that got on my nerves, I am letting it all go on that bike. Right. Right. You know, because 
I understand that everybody's social emotional well being is not well at all. Right. So I have to let stuff go <laughs> and then jump back on the horse. Right. Right. But I you know, real talk though, I gotta give you some true story. I might go loud. So when I got to the school, right? So this is a segue part, my creators. So when I got to the school and and you did the orientation, right? I got first off the orientation was fire. Like mm-hmm. like the whole breakfast thing shocked the you know what out of me. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, what type of world is this? Because <laughs> you know you know with DOE, let's keep it a buck. You know, not the, I hate to say the acronym, but let's just keep it a buck. A lot of orientations don't be that chirpy. They don't be that you know whatever. So going into it, then I see you right, mm-hmm. and then I remember I was like, damn, I was like, yo, why is she so damn chirpy in this goddamn morning? Like <laughs> like what type of black person is she? Oh, she fake. She's doing this for orientation, uh-huh. right? So. I ain't going to hold you, but then what sold me about you as what you're saying mm-hmm. is when I seen you with the kids and you console them and you really was like hard, but then you know, you was be, and you did it every day. And mm-hmm. that's what was key for me. Cause I was like, all right, it's not a front. She's really about this. And I feel with a lot of us as black educators, we at times don't allow ourselves to maintain it because mm-hmm. we want to think, okay, the system is not going to hear what we got to do. But in actuality, we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We just have to make sure that as long as we follow whatever game plan they have and make it make sense right. and then just keep maintaining that. So, you know, definitely I got I to gotta give you a kudos on that for sure. I had to get that out. But let me let me ask you on this. Because, you know, I, I definitely see you as talented and at times you show your talents as far as like singing or you get you animated, you're acting. When for you is there a point of dreams versus reality? Like where, like where are you with that? Or how does that look for you? Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, no, that's what we get um, to. It. I'm, I'm going to get into it too. So this is something I've never said recorded. But I've never wanted to be a teacher. Wow. That was not my dream at all. Okay. Um, I fell into it. Funny enough, this is going to be probably on TikTok. But I fell into it um, because I was pregnant my junior year of college. And <laughs> when I graduated from SUNY Purchase, my mom was like, well, here you go. Here's a form to go get your file number. And I've been teaching and educating ever since. So, and, and, and not to put, not to put, not to put it personally, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. But I know you had. I remember I think I was joking about you one time about what you know about sneakers and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. what you knew about. Uh, 50, I think you had the 5411s, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, what you know about that? And then you let it led into you about your mom's influence, activism, all that. So, yeah. just not, not to touch on too much because I know mm-hmm. how people are about that. But for you, <clears throat> I could see it in a sense, like her influence really was honed on you, you know? So with that influence, do you do your best to maintain that within what you have going on as far as for your message and your purpose and as well as all the bits and pieces that you take from it? So my mom retired as a principal in Harlem. So anybody who knows Sandy Small, Sandra Small from District 5, um, it's my mom. She did. She loved all her kids just the same. Right. Um, she was a math teacher. I was a math teacher. 
She was assistant principal. We could talk about that another time. Right. And she retired as principal of Renaissance Military Leadership Academy. Okay. And she was out in these streets for her kids. She she brought the community together to make sure that her children had. So at first, I kind of fought that because I worked in the same district. Mm. And I was like Little Miss Small. And it was like, son, like I am totally different. Right. I need and, to be me. Right. You know, and I kind of had to learn my way to what it is to educate children and that's being a whole community. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, dang, that's what my mother was doing. So, yes, I emulate a lot of the things that she did in the community. Um, like, she loves the fact that I'm feeding the community. Like, she thinks that's that's dope. No, nah, that's epic. That's you not know? dope. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Listen, what you're going to do on my, listen, what you're not going to do on my podcast, right? Let me get my fingers off and what you're not going to do, okay? Well, my mom probably said cool, so, you know, no, dope no, no, was no, a no, step no. up, I thought. No, 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 ain't no dope. No, listen, <laughs> what you do is monumental and it's Thank epic you. because, and not to say it's not done a lot of times, mm-hmm. but in the sense of, because you, you're using your own resources within to say, okay, let me bring it here. Mm-hmm. Kind of equivalent to like with, with the men's career day, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gaddy. Gaddy kind of was joking at me about it. You're like, yo, you're the first in history uh-huh. to, to be on the clock yep. and still be <laughs> one of the men's career workers. Ooh, That's people crazy. People have problems with that too, but we're not no, going to no, go no, there. No, 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 no. I mean, listen, I mean, hey, it's whatever. I mean, that, but I, I get it though. You know what I'm saying? But the thing uh, with me, as I stated before with the question, mm-hmm. my purpose is for these kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They see me. Just as the same color as them. They see you. This is color as them. This other, it's like we got to stop compromising this weird ideology that, okay, we can't do it for them. Mm-hmm. We have to be the separate. I understand it, but it's like, yo, what else other way can we get these kids to understand if you don't somewhat level the playing field on the same token, at least bring a truth serum mm-hmm. or be as transparent? You know what I'm saying? Like, now, if you see, like, even this year, right, the relationship is kind of different because even last year, I let I let them know, okay, yeah, this is what I do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I did it because for a reason, because it's a performing arts school. Right. Who am I to come in as Mr. Tyson and just try to keep being Clark Kent and not say I'm Superman or keep being Peter Parker and not say I'm, I'm not Spider-Man? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's not going to work. It's going to be oil. I didn't want oil and water. I'm sorry. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't want oil and water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to go back to, to to you know, of that, you know what I'm saying, of what you do, you use your resources that were available to you and you bring in to the community together, regardless of even if it's your mother's influence or not your mother's influence, at least you took the step ahead. I think a lot of us as black educators, we just don't like to take the step ahead because it, it, it starts seeming like it's unreal or it's it's it seems surreal for mm-hmm. it to happen. It's like, how about we just stop coming with that mindset and just go and do it? And then after you go and do it, just make sure you maintain it, you know? And that's what I've seen from you. And, I, and, I, and I, that's why I'm glad I had you here because I want that conversation now. So I am a part of the elite OSG off school grounds led by Dr. Dennis McKeezy. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what we do. We come together. How are we going to make sure that our children and our communities flourish? Right. And the ideas flow, whether it's through mental stability, whether it's through um, books that we should all share. And there's a lot of authors that are in OSG. 
or maybe it's a podcast that we need to have about education, or it's introducing the kids to Hip Hop um, Gamer. You know, um, shout out to Hip Hop Gamer. Hip Hop Gamer, what's um, good, man? We come together, we collaborate, you know, we think on it, and one person try it, two people try it. This is working. Let's, you know, let's all try this. You try this. Right. What are you doing that works? How does this work? You know, and we're a collective that wants to make sure that our children have the opportunity and, you know, get that chance to be better than they ever thought they could be. That's what I'm talking about. And and, and also, it, it's actually, we're going to stay on it because that's one of my questions, you know, with the OSG movement, the, you know, off-grounds movement, you know what I'm saying? I say it correctly? Off-school grounds. Off-school grounds. Sorry about that. Apologize, my creatives. Um... Do y'all feel it's been beneficial over the years? You know what I'm saying? Do y'all feel it's been beneficial to the community and as well as the school community? You know, because it's one thing to, you know, you take from your success, but also to do you also take from the failures? But but from that also, if you think in hindsight, it also leads to success. So, you know, take us into that and as well as your role with them. Well, I can't really speak to... Um, right. I mean, how you know how it's affected different schools. You know, right. I can only you know just talk about what I've seen on Instagram and maybe things that we've talked about in the meetings. Right. Because I'm not a principal. I don't really get the direct. Like I don't get to really. Yeah, I don't really get to use them like I want to. Like bring them into my school because I don't have the access to the the school money. You right, know, like right, the no, principals right. do. Right. But. Um, they, Dennis McKeezy, Dr. Dennis McKeezy, um, mentors a lot of the principals and the accolades that they give him, the love that they show him, you know, the fact that they talk about the scores have changed and things in their school. Yes. It's done a lot. You know, it's, it's, it's done a great deal. Um, I am the communications director. They okay. call me Lady P. Lady P. And um, I deliver the news. So things that are going on in the organization, um, talk sh- uh, shows that might one of our OSG members might be having, the food giveaway. Um, we're having a transformational conference in March. So we'll, I'll talk about that online. But just trying to deliver the news so we can have it collectively in one place. Right, right. That's what's up, man. And yes, I I apologize to OSG. You know, my schedule has been hectic. You know, every now and then I do do the best I can to come into the to meetings and stuff like that. But I really love what the organization does. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because for me as an educator, it it keeps my purpose going. Mm-hmm. It keeps the food fed for the purpose mm-hmm. to keep going and see it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing you know to do something. You know that you love to do, but then also too, I, when you maintain it, you know it's good for your soul to see it. Yeah, to see it, you know, be in fruition, to see it go forward, to see a group continuously doing it regardless and sacrificing that, so that you yourself don't feel like, oh man, I'm only going on this journey myself, or for that matter, oh, I don't want, I don't want to step on nobody. And for me, I'm not gonna lie, I continuously now go forward regardless and I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And you've you've witnessed me in 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 person in action. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's not malicious of what I do. It's because I care. It's right. because they come into my community. That's my thought. Right. 
I do the things with the youth because they come into my community. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to hurt another senior citizen. I don't want them right. to hurt women. I don't want them to hurt other kids. You I don't want them to talk to them and not at them. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing too. It's just like, it's like, when did it feel? What? Why is it feeling wrong to talk with our kids or be transparent? Where if you do that, it decreases their chances or their level of of aggression and anarchy. You know what I'm saying? So what's your what's your take on that? I mean, that's always been my take, but I always wanted to know, like, what's your take on that? You know what I'm saying? Um, we have to talk to our kids. We have to talk to our students, our children, our scholars. But you have to know your audience. Right. Okay. Right. Like a lot of people mm -hmm. want to come into our communities and they want to teach our children. And I'm not saying that people who don't look like us can't teach our children. Right. But you have to understand our children. You have to understand their circumstances. You know, you have to at least have some knowledge of it or be able to ask questions of other people about what these certain circumstances mean for that child. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> you can't just have a black friend or a brown wife <laughs> or, or a black cousin and think that you can teach the children in that particular neighborhood. Correct. Even even to the point, and I know I'm going to get some hey, listen, you know, listen. slack for this, but... Not every person that looks like you has gone through the same thing or even knows knows what it means to to go through whatever you've gone through. Right. You know, I know right. there's conversations about like people from outside of the United States that can actually identify and say what culture they are, but people in America say black because we don't necessarily know our history outside of the United States. Right. You know? Right. So know who you are teaching. Right. Talk with people. Right. You know, I'm from Harlem, yes, and I grew up in Lakeview, and I'm back here in East Harlem again, but I'm out in there doing the community council, doing different things, out in the street talking to the kids because 1980s, 90s East Harlem is very different from 2022 20, East Harlem. Super different, I should You know, know. <laughs> so I still have to put my ear to the ground. I was like, what are people really experiencing? You know? I probably wouldn't have known about, well, maybe if I read the news, but I probably wouldn't have known about the encampment um, in Randall's Island right. if I wasn't on the community council. Right. You know, and the effect mm -hmm. that has on East Harlem um, when they're trying to place them in temporary housing. Well, what about the rest of the people that live in East Harlem? It's already crowded. What are you doing, you know? Or about the new train that's coming in East Harlem. Oh, yeah. And it's going to displace a lot of oh, the yeah. people in East Harlem. Where are they going? You know, what have you set up? Have you set up funding? Have you set up housing for them? Where that's What's happening gonna, yo, there? When that goes down, yo, that's going to be insane. Um, Eddie Gibbs talked about um, the percentage of people of color that actually had jobs in this situation. And I believe it was like 30, 40%, don't quote me. But he was like, we need to have 60, 70% of our people on the job there. You know what I mean? So things, being part of your community helps you to better understand the children that you're teaching. So when you have to have a conversation with them, you know, 
I don't want you to baby them. You're not there to be their friend. Right. But it's like I understand your circumstance. But in order for us to make this um, community better, be I need <laughs> you to do what you have to do. You know, it has to come from the heart. Right. Like I'm hard on the kids. And I love them at the same time, like you said. But it's a balance. But they, have, but they know that it's from the heart. Right. They know I'm not going to fake it. I'm right. going to be the same way in front of them that I am in front of their parents. That's all I'm saying. And, and even for me, like, you know, you know, I don't have as many years as you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like each, every year. Because my career is, I think you remember when I talked about it. I think I had an air out episode on um, season five. And in that episode, I had let it be known. I'm like, listen, I don't, I'm not here for administration. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here for the staff members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not here for the, the, the school safeties. I'm here for these kids only because the reason why I'm here for these kids, I may not have this conversation with you, but I'll have it here with you fine. Because mm-hmm. my ode to them, because they saved my life at a point where I was at my lowest mm-hmm. and I was willing to like end my life. You know what I'm saying? And when I got into education, that's why I built it back because I was able to take things that I learned from when I was a D75 kid. I have no problem admitting it. I was a mm-hmm. D75 student, you know? But my mother cared a lot. Mm-hmm. Just like as you say, you know, parents need to come into this and care. Mm-hmm. My mother cared a lot, you know? And teachers cared a lot. Mm-hmm. And I got that. And then when I came into education, I took those tools and things and everything and implemented to who you got as Mr. Tyson. And for me, like, I, I could never, you know, go against these kids. You know what I'm saying? And each place that I worked at, except with RSA, I don't feel it with RSA, right? But mm-hmm. each place I worked at, it's like almost to where you're trying to make me feel bad or you're trying to make me feel a way to save our own kids. Like, nah. Like, if the, if the main agenda, right, mm-hmm. for where we're at, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, you know what I'm saying, where, where we're at as a whole, as a system, is the flow and process for education, mm-hmm. don't you think a heavy aspect should be, okay, we need to at least be ha- be relatable for our kids to be as successful within this system thereof? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying... So the talk question to, is, right. who's at the table? Right. Who's at the table with the policies? Right. You know what I mean? So the more we get people who are invested in the classroom, in the schools, in the district, to be at that table to make those policies, you know, we're stuck with what we have. So I want to just backtrack a little bit because I understand being there for the kids, but being there for the kids also means community. And I'm going to come back to that word community. So, no, I'm not trying to be friends with the staff members, you know, Right. but I try to lend, I try to lend a voice to them sometimes, like, you need to try this out. Or if I see that two people are kind of close, I need you to talk to your boy about such and such and how to do such and such, you know? Um, Because their investment helps you to help that child as well. You know what I mean? But we have to work collaboratively. I ain't trying to be your friend. Right. But I need you to work with me on building up this child, that child, this child, this child. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And it's like... Because you know how it is with, with us, as our people. We are as emotionally strong as possible, but sometimes, too, we confuse being critical thinkers mm-hmm. as it's the white way, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in hindsight, that kind of 
you know, it's it, it's counter it's counterproductive because here's the thing. I don't think we think critical thinkers no, no. is a white thing. No, no, I get what you're yeah, going with that. Yeah, no, no, right, that, right. Well, I'm going, yeah, right. But that's like the watermelon thing being right. that you know it's a negative connotation for black people. No, that's right. just something that was put out there, so we think it's negative. Right. Because you know I'm what I'm saying? But it's like, but you got you in a sense you 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 have to blend it and make it even. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, these are our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got we gotta still think of the longevity or the ramifications thereof. You know, so that's once again I'm gonna keep giving you kudos and files because you understand of the ramifications. You know what I'm saying? It's not just okay, I'm gonna be principal P or I'm gonna be Pilar Pilar, sorry, and I only do it for this amount of time. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's three o'clock. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes the baton and goes all the way around the stadium and through the through the through the bleachers and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, yo, when is it gonna be that just stay on the same page? So first let me clarify something. Yes, the yes. principal P. No, I know. I that's just hold the, up a second. Mm-hmm. Por favor. <laughs> it's principal P L E, okay? <laughs> There's a whole story behind it, but I am not a principal. I am a dean yeah, right, right. of student culture and activities. Okay? Okay. But <laughs> Um, our children just, our children need consistency. Whatever it is that we give them, they need consistency. You know, um, there are people who become teachers because they think the summer's off is a good thing. Mentally, you might have this, not even mentally, we're not even going to go there, but there's just so much more. And the reason why I go outside is because I want to do more with them. I got out. I'm glad to be out the classroom. I'm not saying that I don't like teaching. It's just that I I don't like doing lesson plans. I right. don't like grading work, you know. But I do love teaching. You know, I love to see the euphoric um, faces on the kids when they got a problem or when I make um, a connection with real world and the math. You know, right. I love to see that on their face, and I love to talk about it. Um, I love to tutor. I love that stuff. But I'm not necessarily cut off of the classroom for me. I've been told I'm great in the classroom. I'm pretty sure I am. But I don't want to do that. Right. Um, now I'm at the point I'm a dean, been wanting to be an AP. That's that's a very political thing. And I'm not going to talk about that. But it's it may happen. Whatever. Yeah, you got to speak of the um, But I want to do more. I want to do more because I want to make sure that my community is good. And if I can show, here's the blueprint, this is what I did, my community is good, I think you should follow this for your community. And let's work together to make sure this community is good, you know? So going past just the school doors, I feel like I'm still helping those students in the right. classroom. Right. And, I, and, I, and I'm glad you, you touched on that. My crazy, let's want you to understand what she's basically touching on is, you know, don't let your ceiling stop your purpose. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's one thing, okay, in a sense, like, all right, we all want to, like, in this world today in society, a lot of people or a good vast majority of people feel, okay, let me let me be an advocate, right, mm-hmm. in a sense. But then it's like, all right, you, for me, I don't know about you, for you, but I, for me, advocacy is not just, okay, when you feel like doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not to me, that's not advocacy. And I say that because I witnessed... My mom and my aunt, what they were doing for the Uptown Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. when they would do that, when they were working hard to save Harlem, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're working hard. It wasn't just they they just flicked the switch. 
right, I'm be advocate. I'm gonna do it. No, they just, it was their life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I know there's a fine line between that, but at the end of the day, it's not just something just to, to show face value, just doing it. You know what I'm saying? So definitely with you, I, I definitely appreciate what you do and what you're not willing to allow to stop you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's key. Mm-hmm. And I think once we as a collective and within our, within the black community or just a, a, in general as black educators, you know, finally just get to that, to that, to that level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or not just some of us got the high vibrations and some of us don't. And no, let's just all get to let's just we all go with the vibrations. No, right. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get Good to vibrations. It. No, <laughs> right, right. You know? Oh man, I was refreshing. All right, <laughs> let's get let's get to your to your other 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 um not I want to say not project but your other entrepreneurial thing you do. Harlem Nerd, son. Let's get right to it, dog. What's good, B? Listen, by the way, where's my hoodie, son? So I, mean- I knew you were going to talk about this. Where's my hoodie, son? And because we have some things going on behind the scenes, I can't really talk much about it, but okay. Harlem Nerds, we're about the students, the children, the Harlem community. Um, shout out to every... Wait, no. You know who I want to shout out? Mm-hmm. You want to Look at that camera. King Dome. Oh, yeah. Do you know who won the championship? Netta. Oh, shout out to Netta. Netta. Yes, I shout out Netta, son. Coach Netta. Yes, shout out Netta, Yes, son. the Kickaholics, they definitely won the championship. But right. okay. Right. Shout out to Netta. Shout out to Netta, son. Shout out to Netta, son. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're, we, we're out here for the kids. And we definitely have merch. Um, please see us on Instagram, Harlem Nerds. Your sweatshirt is coming, son, but I don't really want to talk much more about that right now because we just have some stuff that we have to. All right. Ah, man. All right. All right. Because I I I had had a question. I had had a question. We're going to get it deep. No, it's all good. So, in totality for you, (laughs) what is your trajectory for the next decade? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have time? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I do not see myself in the school building anymore, Mm. but I know that I still want to make sure that I do things for the children. Um, I, the food program that I have, I want to make it bigger. I want to have a soup kitchen. I want to continue to feed the people. I love to cook. Um, I do not have a food handler's license and everything yet, but soon come. Okay. And I just I just want to feed. That's that's something, you know, when you when you think about Thanksgiving time, Christmas time, you think about the food. I don't care what anybody says, it's the food. I just need it to hit my belly. And I feel like it's love, you know? So, I want to <laughs> I want to feed your soul. I want to love up on on you, you know? And I can do it through through food, through cooking. Right. Um I want to make sure that children know about healthy choices. I don't eat meat. Okay. I'm a That's pescatarian. What's up. That's what's up. Um yes, I eat a little junk food here and there or whatever have you, but I want them to know what they are putting in their bodies and how it affects them psychologically, physically. We have a lot of asthmatics in New York. You know, how does it affect your lungs? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. Um I want to open up a laundry mat. One of my passions oh, wow. is okay. just to fold clothes. Like I like folding clothes. Really? Somebody asked me, um, did you work in like the Gap or something like that? I was like, no. I watched the Koreans do our laundry 
And I was like, I could do that. So I wound up doing the whole house full of laundry. But it was like my pastime. It was the time to myself. So a job that I got when I was on 16 was working at a laundromat in Harlem. And he was like, you're kind of young. And I started folding up the clothes. And he was like, <laughs> sorry. He, he was like, oh, wow, you can really fold. Yeah, just, just doing that. Everybody needs a laundromat. Everybody has to wash their clothes, whether you do it or not. Right. You know, that's one of those things that creatives need to think about. What is it that the people need? You know, people wash their clothes. People need their clothes washed. So that's something, you know, I want to do. And I definitely want to be married. Definitely would be married. Oh, that's a whole different type of girl. I, I do. <laughs> I've been married before, but I definitely want to be married. That's a whole different um, conversation. And, yeah. All right. I go, yo, I go hold you. I never thought that that was your past episode. Folding clothes? Yeah. Have you seen my clothes closet at the school? Like, it is neat beyond belief. It is. It has the colors and then it has the sweatshirts. Like everything has is folded perfectly. I don't that play those games. It's fantabulous. I don't play those games. I'm being serious. Yes, I use the word fantabulous, my career. <laughs> but um, yo, yo, I would never because I would for you, I'm not gonna lie. Cause even when you sing a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I figured like, all right, she wanted to be a recording artist. No. Right? No, right. But I'm saying, but you do it well. I never ever would have thought that you are a laundry folding enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you just, yo, you know what? All these clothes, oh, yeah. they're clean. Ah, oh, they gotta be folded. Yeah, that's how I am. I don't have to do the cardboard to show myself how to fold. I that's can even, a I skill can even fold set and fitted half. sheets. Okay, wow. I can fold fitted sheets. Thanks. So you really like, and I can make rice asymmetrically. You could put <laughs> a sheet. Yep. Together, what that is, yo. Yo, you are a unicorn. That is insane. I, I, we gotta do. We gotta do the stats on that. Wait, what are the I stats of people that of can people do that? Son? That I want to be a housewife, and they cannot picture me being a housewife. They're like you're always all over the place. I don't see you being a housewife. I like to cook. I don't necessarily like to clean. I like to wash clothes. You know what I mean? I got like two things there. You know, whatever. Um, I'm fly, but um, so I think <laughs> I think that'll work. You know, but. You as a housewife? You don't think so? Nah, you know what it is? You're, uh, you would be like, probably like the modern housewife. The so modern you're like, housewife. okay, got an office and you cook. The office has to be in the house. I'm not leaving the house to <laughs> no, go right. outside to the office and come home. No, right. I can, no. See, I can see that in you, but I don't think you would be the conventional housewife. If that makes no, sense. I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't think, I can't yeah, see no. I can't, your energy's too too up there. Your, energy, your energy's like 250%, son. You can't, you can't hey. do that. You can't. I ain't gonna lie. Backtrack to what you were saying about, about how you, you not being a DOE, you know. I'm in a way starting to get to that crossroad. It mm-hmm. sucks. I hate the crossroad, you know, because this time, I don't know if you notice it, but there's definitely times, like, if I'm at, like, a high-profile place mm-hmm. the night before, and then I have to come into, you know, our lovely school, mm-hmm. and I'm like... <laughs> Makes you rethink your life's choices. No, not even that. It's just, like, I love you guys. I really do. Mm-hmm. I just left XYZ room mm-hmm. with XYZ person. I am I here for eight hours. <laughs> Yo, real talk. And it's not because I want to sleep. It's like there's other things in my head that's going on mm-hmm. at a at a at a at a 
exuberance plate, like mm-hmm. space. <laughs> you and know I, I get it, and I understand. Right. But. No, right. If you have to, like, I, I, I've been out, and like, all right, <clears throat> girl, you know, if you go out, you got to be up at like this time in the morning because you got to be to work, and you get to work, you know? I don't really take days off. If you see me take days off, it's because I'm sick. Right. Or that's when I was able to get whatever vacation or something like yeah. that. But I don't take days off because this is my career. You know, this is what I signed up to do. And teaching and educating children is a very delicate process. Oh, yes, it is. So yes, it is. if I want to have my limelight life, I have to, and I know that I'm educating children, there's a clear cut, like, all right, sis, you know you got to get up right. in the morning. No right. Responsibilities. No right. And you go ahead and you you leave the party early. You know what I mean? Everything, I know that you want to stay at certain events for a certain amount of time so that, you know, you can get the right shot or you can talk to the right person. Right. But if you have a gig where you are invested in children, oh, correct. then you have to make sure that you know, you play that life part outside of them correctly so you could do your job. Oh, because yeah. we have a lot of people that are falling short mm-hmm. of their responsibilities. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Nah, and I'm glad you touched on that because definitely for me, like I said, I, it's not of a regrettable energy for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like as, as I said before, you know, my old is always going to be the youth. I guess for me, more or less, it's, it, it, it's, it's a light switch thing. It, it, it switches off. Like the minute I know... Okay, I have youth that I have to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it goes off. It's like, all right, I'm Mr. Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Even though now that some of the students are starting to call me by my stage name, which I don't want. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want I don't want it at all. You know what I'm saying? It's still I gotta be Mr. Tyson. But no, definitely the purpose is still the purpose. You know, um, I do everything I can to really, you know, find better ways to maintain it. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm glad you touched on that because I, I think you know, once you don't maintain it, it's when that's when it gets shaky. It gets dicey. Message. Know? Yeah, you know, you know, seriously, no, seriously, <laughs> it gets shaky. It gets real dicey, mm-hmm. and you know, and you can't do that with youth. Yep. You know, that's the one thing I've always felt. I've always preached about it. You know, being ever since even being an educator, you know, it's intensified for me tremendously. Like I don't play around with the youth. You know what I'm saying? It's not something I don't feel they're my pawns. I don't feel. It, I never felt that way because I know they have to grow up and be somebody mm-hmm. someday. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of how of how their paths go, mm-hmm. positively or negatively. They, you know, at the end of the day, you're we are in positions that lead to that. You know what I'm saying? And the age group that we have, mm-hmm. they are they're at a critical stage. <sighs> In their adolescence, you know, they are watching every single thing, mm-hmm. every movement you make, even things that you didn't think they saw. They saw, they heard it, everything, Yo. you know, and that's the stuff that they remember. Oh, yeah. You know, yes, the little kids watch you. Yes, the high schoolers, you know, they pay attention just so they can use stuff against you, but whatever. Right. <laughs> at, at the middle right. school age, yeah, that's different. they are watching you sponges. taking notes. And, you know, seeing reactions and everything. They're emulating everything that's happening. Yo. It was funny to me. Um, I remember last school year, right? Mm-hmm. It was scary that one the one of the students came to me and let me know that the dad watches the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to take it at first. So, you know, she's like, no, 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 no. 
no, don't no, Mr. Tyson, no, you're fine. No, my dad loves the podcast. He he just told me to tell you, you know, you know, continue being consistent and keep putting out episodes. So it kind of it was it was a culture shock in a sense because like you know you know kids sometimes they they it may seem like around the adolescent years they won't defend their parents, mm-hmm. but they'll defend their parents. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in that particular situation, you know, you felt it like oh wow, it, you really are, you know, hearing what your parents are saying. You really are, you know, taking heave of what. I am. You're right. not. It's not that I'm Mr. Tyson. You mm-hmm. understand? Okay. Wow. He's really a public figure. Like, oh my God. Wow. He really is coming here to care. So you know, that's what was the turning tide. I mean, yeah. I'm still appearance wise this like oh my God bearing er figure, but it's like deep down inside, it's like you guys know. At the end of the day, in moments known as you know, meteor comes crashing to our, our building. I'm going to say in the front of the school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's just what I am. That's just my orient. That's my ideal with it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it, it, it's it's imperative. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's highly imperative. You know, especially in in this day stage of the game, in this era, in this society. Mm-hmm. You know where you know society alone or things in society are targeted at our youth at a alarming rate. It's not just like back in the days where it was mysterious and you couldn't tell how it's aimed at the youth. Or decode certain things, or foods, or cereals, or commercials. No, it's blatantly out there. It's called social media. Oh yeah, by far, it's blatantly out there. It's blatantly out there, and you know, us as educators are at a huge climb. You know what I'm saying? It could be as many of us. You can't even equate to the multiple ways mm-hmm. that it's happening to them. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we need more therapists. Psychologists, oh, yeah. social workers. Oh yeah. I was telling somebody if I went back to school for my doctorate, it would be in psychology. Mm. I minded in psychology, mm. and just because so there's so many social workers, you know, and social workers pretty much deal with the environment, how the how the brain works with the environment, and psychology is more of how the brain works, how that person is, and I think that's really important, mm-hmm. you know, because um, you can always change your environment. Right. And that can change your mindset. Right. Well, I don't want to say always. It's easier sometimes to change your environment, to change your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need healing. We need a lot of healing. A lot of healing. Um, a lot. Yeah, that's, a, that's an understatement. And even for me, you know, um, one thing for me I could say the last two years, you know, tapping in spiritually has helped out a lot. You know, and even... Um, a moment that happened, drastic moment that happened to me last year. I've, I've, without the spirituality, I don't think I would have noticed my energy with the youth. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it, you know, last year when that moment happened. And I had to really dial back, I had to ease back, I had to dial back, I had to let them know, like, look, listen, at the end of the day, Kareem, mm-hmm. you have to be for the youth. Right. You know, and I really, that's why this year, I don't know if you noticed it, it's, it, it's a huge change. I was gonna say you different this year. You're mo- you seem more invested. You're out of your cell phone, but you're more invested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're more invested. You do really well with the young men. You really do well with the young men. Yeah, I, um, and you have some of the young ladies like Mr. Tyson. I need Mr. Tyson. Yeah, right. Mr. Tyson right. has us in the classroom. Right, right. Yeah. It's funny because there was a situation. I, I, you know, I was out and. Um, 
I came back. So two of the students, two of the girl students came to me. And they, they came with it so feisty. Mm. Tyson, why you why you wasn't here? Mm-hmm. You you know it was really it was really funny over here when you was wasn't here and nobody could be. How dare you? And when I came in here, you didn't come say what's up to me. You didn't fist bump me. You didn't give me a handshake. And I was just like I was I wasn't overwhelmed, but I was holding it in my laughter. And I was like, all right, I apologize. You are right. I am wrong. And, <laughs> right? in, that, and in that case, that goes back to. You know, they're watching everything. And for some of them, you are the consistent male figure that they see all the time. Right. And so you have a huge responsibility. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I I, I overstand that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I understand and I overstand, you know. But, oh, man, Pilar, I I think we are out of time. But I... Cool. This Hardly. one's so bad. This one's so no, bad. No, right? See, I told you. See, I mean, I still got a little upper sweat up here, but I'm all right though. I'm okay. But you I know? told you, yeah, I told, I told you in the prelim, I wasn't gonna. I'm not, I, it's a different conversation. I knew I'm one of those you. questions he was gonna ask. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> gonna deter. <laughs> Absolutely not. But no, but I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but real talk, my gray is reaching out to you. I have Pilar talk to you. Pilar, look into the camera. Let them know where to follow you at, real rap. You can follow me at Miss Principal underscore P. That is M S period P R I N P. I'm about to spell it wrong. P R I N C I P L E underscore P. Uh-huh. Miss Principal P. Make sure you follow Harlem Nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like to see where I work out, follow Big K D B I G G K D. Yes, he is amazing. I am so glad that I came here. I, this we, was great. Uh, we, 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 we thank you here at The Cuts Podcast. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 as always, continuously give you your flowers, support, love, passion, and and be at arms with you to the death of 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 life <laughs> thereof. Wow! To with for these kids. Did you, did you practice that one? <laughs> no, I didn't practice that one. I'm glad. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't practice. No, that's 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 Ooh. genuine. Yeah, I know. That was deep. Is genuine. And on that note, my creators, you already know what it is, Six man. Feet deep. This is episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode one twenty of one twenty season six of the Cuts Podcast. You know where to follow us at at Instagram, the Cuts Podcast underscore. Also on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, Apple, Clash TV, DJ Chase Radio, Amazon Music. Yeah. You know where to follow me and my creators, at Remo Marac underscore, as well as go to the website, RemoMarac.com. And on that note, my creatives, you know what happens after I say that, right? Ha <laughs> ha! Pound that chest, it's the PTC. You heard? Come on, man! Hands over the shades. You already know when I put these two fingers up. It's the two up. We out of here. Peace. Deuces. Yeah.